0: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Midland Radio USA in Kansas City, Missouri. New to the lineup for Midland is the MXT 275, which we use on a regular basis in all of our rigs. We have been super happy with these units and highly recommend them to the Overlander looking to upgrade to a super reliable communication system. The Midland MXT275 Micromobile 15 Watt GMRS 2-Way Radio features a fully integrated control microphone ideal for vehicles with limited dashboard space allowing for the radio base unit to be stashed away transmit with authority on 15 GMRS channels and 8 repeater channels the MXT275 is equipped with a NOAA weather scan plus alert technology to keep you informed on local weather conditions it also features a powerful new USB-C charging port allowing for the quickest charge time including cell phones and handheld radios Exclusive to Anderson Overland listeners, receive 15% off when you use promo code Anderson Podcast on all items now at MidlandUSA.com. Welcome
0: to the Anderson Overland Podcast.
1: All right. Welcome to the uh, second edition of the Anderson Overland Podcast. We're. Uh, Excited to be here, and we're here today with Ryan Horton from Truck Brigade, which is an awesome, awesome company, and uh, Ryan's a great friend of mine, so welcome, dude. Yeah, thanks for having me, Joey. I'm super excited to be on the show. Uh,
2: from what I understand, I'm the first guest, which is, which is pretty awesome, but it's definitely an honor to be here. I think uh, this podcast in general and what you have going on is super awesome, and uh, excited to see where you take this. So,
1: yeah, man, it's uh, it's gonna be a a cool little endeavor. Um, I'm excited for the future of this thing and just uh, talking to people and having a good time with it. Super stoked you're here. Makes me a little bit more comfortable. With my uh, my first interview with a friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And I think you know, there's there's tons of podcasts out there nowadays,
2: but there's not really many that kind of focus on what you're going to be focusing on. So I think there's going to be a ton of value that people get. So super stoked for that.
1: Yeah, I hope so, man. You know, there's a lot of valuable information that we've gathered over the years. And I mean, like, you know, being out um, on the trails and, you know, building those relationships with people have just allowed us to to um, gain so much wealth of knowledge and, and um, you know, stuff that we just want to share with people that, you know, it's hard to, get out there and share this with that kind of audience. And this, this allows that. So um, even, you know, the events that we've had and we've had, you know, a lot of people that we've met and, and interacted with, this is still a, a even better, you know, medium of getting that information out and and just sharing our experiences. And I think it's cool too, because even just the experiences that we've both had on the trail and stories and stuff like that stuff, I want to listen to from other people. And so I think that'll be awesome for people to to come on here and, and listen to those stories and tips and tricks and you know mistakes and all the stuff that we've uh, experienced out there. So yeah, we're excited.
2: Awesome, man! Totally
1: agreed. Yeah. So tell us about who you are, Ryan, and what what uh, what makes you tick, and and uh, you know what what's uh, Truck Brigade and and all that all about. Yeah. So uh,
2: my name is Ryan Horton. I'm a co-founder of Truck Brigade. Um, me and my partner TJ Watson started the company uh, four or five years ago now. So, um, a little background about me. I live in Big Bear, California. Um, at least for the time being, uh, we're trying to maybe get out of the state like a lot of people. So, <laughs> like everyone
1: else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: we'll, we'll see like what happens did. with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've, uh, the company, like I said, was founded four or five years ago. We focus on the kind of off-road and overland industry and in kind of our you know, one of the only true one-stop shops where you can basically outfit your rig from things as simple as interior accessories to something as major as a full bed rack and roof rack, uh, rooftop tent, things like that. So um, we're we're super excited to be in this industry. We've seen a lot of growth in this industry and uh, are excited
1: to see what, what things come of it. Yeah, I'm excited for you guys too, man. It, you know, there's a lot of you guys out there listening know there's you know there's a lot of retail companies out there trying to do this this thing and and uh, provide these these products for us out there on the trail, but there is no other company that has taken better care of us. I mean, even before we were friends, um, you know, Ryan has just been awesome. Truck Brigade is a a great quality company with just I mean, I I think you guys have customer service that's second to none, man. I mean, the products that I've always asked for have always been available um and the shipping the time that stuff gets here is crazy i don't even know how you guys pull off your magic over there but it's it's pretty awesome and i think it's you know like i said second to none there's there's nobody else doing what you guys are doing as far as the you know that customer service level and and the you know the shipping speed is nuts man yeah
2: no we we definitely pride ourselves in customer service that's kind of our uh, our motto is putting the customer first. At you know whatever it is, whether they're a customer of ours or not, you know somebody calls in and needs help. Uh, we're trying to do everything we can, really, at any hour during the day, uh, to to help them out and do what we can to basically provide you know the best experience possible. And I have to give a huge thanks to uh, the guys on my team. We've got you know an office actually in uh, Central Florida that does a lot of the customer interaction. Uh, we've added some new team members over there, and they're just literally crushing it out and share the same kind of mindset that uh, TJ and I have with putting the customer first and having the products readily available to uh, to kind of touch on your point on the shipping times. Um, we, we are not just a traditional retailer that drop ships from manufacturers. Um, we actually have a warehouse in Southern California. And I'm sure you can attest to it, Joey. Some of the products, if we've got it in stock, you're getting a tracking number, sometimes within a couple of minutes of the order being placed. And that's um, a cool thing in this industry that you know, this industry is plagued by huge lead times, long waits for products. And we're trying to do everything we can on our end to have the products people want in stock, ready to ship. So as soon as that order comes through, boom, it's going out the door and, uh, you know, Quite frankly, people are expecting that with Amazon nowadays. So it's it's been tough for us to keep up with that, but I think we're leaps and bounds ahead of of other companies in that regard. So it's definitely exciting.
1: Yeah, I think you're right, man. I, I think you guys got a good thing going there, and um, you know that business model is is one to hold hold uh, dear to your heart because uh, it's working. So. Tell me about uh, your Montana plans. What's what's going on, in Montana? Are you making that public or <laughs> what?
2: Yeah, no, it's it's it's
1: public. Um, so my now fiance and
2: I actually lived in uh, Monta- Montana Lammer. Uh, she had a temporary job uh, deal out there with the Forest Service. So it kind of gave us some time to, to take in Montana and see how we liked it. Um, I ended up Popping the question to her, and we decided wedding uh, the wedding should be in Montana. So, here in a couple of months, we're getting uh, married in Whitefish, Montana. Um, both myself and my fiance Shaylin are super excited. First to be getting married, and second to be uh, having all of our our guests experience Montana the way you know we see it and what we like there. So we've tried to set it up as, you know, not just a wedding for people to come to, but hey come out there and go to glacier national park you know make a week out of it where you can explore the area and really um not just not just show up to a wedding and go home but really take in the camping and and all the aspects of the area so we're definitely excited for that
1: yeah that's awesome i know we're going to try and get up there for sure depending on we got some stuff that kind of came down the pike with Bodie, our son with some some crazy surgery that he's got to have done so that kind of might throw a monkey wrench into our summer but more details on that as that arises and, and we uh, navigate that, but man, we're planning on it. So hopefully it all works out. We can get out there cause it's going to be awesome. And we're looking forward to seeing that and, and uh, celebrating that with you guys.
2: Definitely. And thoughts and prayers with Bodhi. So hopefully.
1: Yeah. Thanks man. Too serious. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's going to be a rough couple months, but we'll get through it. But yeah, I'll uh, try and elaborate on that a little bit more as we uh, go forward with these shows and yeah, kind of keep that in the mix. So. But I appreciate that. It means a lot to us. But so why why did you get into off-roading? Like have you always been in into this industry or did it kind of, you know, a uh, moment in your life, you know, spark this in you or how did, how did that all begin?
2: Yeah, I I wouldn't say a specific moment sparked it. Um, you know, I grew up like like many in Southern California riding dirt bikes and and camping. Um, so I was exposed to that um You know when i was in high school i i had a job at a fabrication shop and really fell in love with off-road desert racing and and fabrication in general so i started building a a 1987 ranger um wow and and basically (laughs) i think that was my first truck i might have had your past truck (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah i put like a whole roll cage in it and and i did a lot of work on the truck uh, at that time in high school, I didn't really have any money to to finish it, but right. it was a good, it was a good learning experience. And I ultimately decided to go, uh, the college route, um, which I have mixed feelings about now, but, uh, <laughs> it, it happened. So, uh, uh, but that's basically, you know, riding dirt bikes and camping, you know, as a, as a kid, essentially in the, in the desert and up in the mountains was kind of what sparked the interest. Then I kind of Diverted my attention to the more of the desert racing scene and fabrication and then you know after college I still liked camping and there was a good mix in this this overland type stuff to where you can go out on awesome trails have your camping gear with you on the vehicle um, and it was just a, a super cool way for for me to access awesome spots. And have everything that I needed in order to stay at that spot. So that's kind of right. how it culminated. And you know, I as I got into this, I you know, I saw a need for places to where you can get the the gear that you need. Um, so I, I had a thought of creating a essentially a one-stop shop. Um, and you know, before we we started this, we had experience using some of the products, so we had knowledge of of what worked and what didn't um and you know here we are today
1: that's the way to do it man i mean you know that you when you build a business you're building a solution for the need a a better mousetrap and you know that that's you know kind of been my thing in the last couple of years that i've had other businesses and stuff too is just you know coming up with a um, a solution for things you know and i i I kind of follow the same that same path with things you know it's like I'll start doing something. And I'm like, man, like this sucks. Like, why isn't this out there? Why isn't somebody doing this? And I'm like, okay. And then my wife's like, Oh, great. Here we go. You know? And I'm like, Oh, we're, we're doing this, you know, we'll <laughs> steam ahead. Um, Next but,
2: thing you know, LLC is filed. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. yeah. But you know, that, that shows ambition, man. And, and, and drive. And, and, uh, and I mean, I see that in you, you, you just when we're hanging out and, and I know that, that, um, that has a lot to do with why truck brigade is so, so successful. And, you know, I appreciate, you guys and, and your, your, uh, willingness to help out the community and be there for our followers and, and for the overlanding people out there with us. And, um, and I know that goes a long ways with them too. So that's awesome, dude. So let's talk about how we met. Do you remember how and where we met? I do. Yeah,
2: it was, uh, actually we didn't meet at the place that I'm thinking of, but that's kind of what sparked it. So I think it was 2019, was it?
1: Yeah, I think seems so. Like, seems like yesterday yeah uh, right i know i was just thinking that last time i'm like man i was thinking about this podcast and i'm like dude like holy crap it's been a while now i mean we've we've known each other for a couple of years now
2: yeah but we uh so that was the first event that my company attended and you know not just attended but we had a booth and this was overland west in uh, flagstaff arizona so, right right yeah you know we we didn't really know what to expect um It was kind of our first gig, but we set up and had a good time, met a lot of cool people. And one of those people being Richie from Rigid, Rigid Industries. So he stopped by our booth. We got started talking and uh, Richie's wondering where we're from and said, yeah, I live up in Big Bear. And he goes, oh, do you know Joey Anderson? And we were relatively new to, I was relatively new to Big Bear at that time. So uh, I wasn't very involved in the community and I quite frankly, I'm still not. Um, <laughs> but, but, uh, he's like, Do you know, Joey Anderson. I go, no, I don't. He's like, oh, he lives up there. He's got a big following and, you know, is in the industry. And I said, oh, that's awesome. So then I think you and I interacted on Instagram at first.
1: And yeah, yeah. Yeah. The rest was history. We went on that, that first, um, off road trip with Richie. Remember Richie came up and, uh, we went down to, I think pioneer town, was it?
2: Yeah. He, yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, that was a good day, man. Yeah. So yeah, Richie pretty much connected us together and uh Ryan came up to the house and we we gathered a bunch of our our little uh group and and took off on the trails down to Pioneertown for the day and got to know each other and then and then uh after that we ended up uh doing a lot more stuff together. So which we'll talk about later on in the show, which has been super cool. So yeah, man. So let's let's go back into uh you know the truck brigade thing. Again, you guys got a new warehouse. You guys are expanding. I've seen you guys are growing quite a bit.
2: Yeah, we, we definitely are um, sometimes hard to keep up, but uh, we do have a warehouse here in Southern California that I, you know, that is the one that I'm the location that I'm at at all times, pretty much. Uh, It's down in the high desert and, it's a warehouse from a standpoint of it's not a place where we have customers come in, but this is where we keep our inventory. And you know, going back to our crazy shipping times, uh, this warehouse kind of allows us to do that. And then uh, we, like I mentioned earlier, we've got an office in Central Florida. Uh, that's where my partner T.J. Watson is at, and we've got a couple employees there. And that has been a a savior to, to the company because all, all of our all of our customer service. All of our customer interaction is, you know, going through that office, and I can't thank the the guys in that office enough. Truck Brigade wouldn't be who we are uh, without kind of that huge support arm that we have. So I'm super thankful for those guys, and and look forward to continuing to advance uh, our capabilities there. So yeah, so man, that's that's exciting.
1: That is exciting. I'm, I'm stoked for you guys. I, I mean that. There's something to be said about a good team. I mean, teamwork makes a dream work, man. When you got good people working for you, you know, it makes all the difference in the world. You ready? Showtime.
0: On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes!
1: What new product categories are you guys planning on carrying? Anything new coming down the pike as far as that goes? I mean, any anything you can uh, provide our, our uh, overlanding community out there that you guys are working on or anything new?
2: Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot happening and I, I don't necessarily want to spill the beans on some of this stuff, but <laughs> right. um, we're actually developing a completely new website and I don't just mean throwing up a Shopify site and, and calling it good I mean we have a pretty I'd like to think we have a pretty good website now but what's in the pipeline is going to be a game changer from from so many aspects from you know a an, an aspect of where customers are finding their products to just enhancing the overall experience um, and I don't want to necessarily get into the specifics of that but that that new site should be launching later this year. So before the end of the year, and we're investing a lot of time and energy and money into the infrastructure of that and just trying to make it the most seamless and best experience possible. And I'll, I'll go on a limb here and say that it'll probably be the most appealing site from a user standpoint. That's that's in the industry. So we're definitely excited about that. Yeah. Uh, We've got, We've got new products that we're coming out with. We've we've slightly announced the uh, Bronco Brigade uh, arm of our company.
1: I saw that. Um, that's freaking cool, man. Yeah. You know, it seems like there's kind of this huge thing going on with that right now. That this huge buzz about the Broncos. So I mean, that, that's it's going to be pretty lucrative, I think, man. You guys set that up right. It's going to be awesome.
2: Yeah, it's. Uh, uh, we just figured, you know, we could sell all those parts through the truck brigade, you know, kind of umbrella. But, you know, having a dedicated Bronco site where if you buy a Bronco, you can come outfit it with whatever you want, and, and still standing by the the same customer service level that we offer, the same shipping times on a lot of the products. Um, you know, that's super super exciting for us, uh, and we we see the opportunity, and hopefully that will help Bronco buyers get their rig to where they want it to be
1: oh yeah absolutely yeah i agree uh i've seen a lot of buzz with that thing like i said you know all of our our friends that we follow out there uh, you know that are big influencers are are definitely hitting that hard at the bronco i know uh, a buddy of mine chase from adventure overland um out in texas he's been uh he's been doing a lot with ford and uh, he actually just became one of the official bronco ambassadors a lot of a lot of big stuff happening for that guy so I'm um, yeah, yeah. excited to see kind of where that whole thing goes, you know, and and how that that part of the community grows, um, and for you guys too, you know, as a retail industry, you know, how that changes things. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a crazy year to see where that thing goes for sure.
2: Yeah, I've I've actually <clears> met <throat> Chase a couple of times, so you know, I, I saw him when he had his Tacoma, which was awesome, and he's he's kind of moving on to the Bronco. So I'm like you, I'm super excited to see what Chase does with that and. Yeah. Uh, see where he takes it.
1: Yeah. He's a good dude, man. He's got a, a wealth of knowledge, too. The guy's been doing it for a while. So, so yeah, it's cool, man. Like, I mean, speaking of that, I mean, how connected this industry is. We've made so many friends and met so many people through this Overlanding community. It's crazy. I, I love coming on here. And talking with you, and you know the the Instagram thing, Facebook, the social media outlet for this is is incredible. I mean, the amount of people and relationships we've built and people we've met has been insane. I mean, there's nothing else I've ever been involved in that's connected me with this many people um, so quickly and so many cool people too. I mean, obviously, you know, you don't you got to be careful who you're out there inviting to camp with you. Lots of whack jobs out there, you know. Um, But we've we've really Never met anybody who's been a, a, a wacky type person in this community. Everybody's been super rad and and respectful and and just really knowledgeable with this. And I mean, how has this affected you guys as far as connections um, with with your your company and personally?
2: Yeah, I mean, everything you just said is is spot on, and, and what we've experienced also. We have a a kind of different view in the sense that. You know, we work with manufacturers and suppliers, so we see the community in that regard also. In addition to kind of the end customers and end users, so you know, g- going back, like you said, everybody is is very close in this in this industry. Uh, from a customer standpoint, you know, we we try to give the best experience possible to somebody, and usually those people are connected with other people in the industry, so it helps us you know spread our word that way um, but also you know we see a lot of connection with the manufacturers and the suppliers you know you've got different suppliers and manufacturers making specific products that work together um so right. it's all it's a nice it's a nice synergy to have you know company A making say a roof rack and company B making a product that works well with company A's roof rack so you know there's a big it's a big community in general but it's nice to see the segments of the community and i think from a user standpoint from a retailer standpoint it's nice to have communities developing that are you know genuinely good people want to help you out tons of advice and just overall it's it's wonderful
1: yeah yeah our experience out there has been incredible Um, and it's so fun camping. And I mean, I love talking shop as it is with people. I sit and talk for hours about this stuff, but it's, it's super cool. Like sitting around, you know, like the events that we've attended together, you know, at night sitting around the campfire together as a group and just, you know, talking shop about, you know, the rigs and, and, you know, the day and the trails and, you know, past experiences and, you know, and all those, those crazy experiences and, you know, uh, while you're out there on the trail. Uh, tell me about uh, maybe a very memorable moment that you've had overlanding or, you know, whether it be, you know, funny or scary or impressionable. I, I know I've got a, a ton of them <laughs> myself, but being out there camping and out in the middle of the wilderness, sometimes you come across there, you know, experience some pretty crazy stuff. And I'm I'm sure uh, everybody would, would love to hear uh, your experiences out there or one that stands out.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's that's a great question because it's hard for me to pinpoint one experience because literally, you know, every time we're out there, it it feels like a separate meaningful experience. So, you know, I, I don't think I have like one instance where that, where it's so memorable because every time I'm out there, it's memorable, you know, in one standpoint or another, whether it's who you're with, the trail that you went on, what you jaw jacked about at the campfire or, uh, you know, really anything else. So it's, it's one of those things that every trip is memorable. I don't really have one that i would I would say is more memorable than the others, so it's just always memorable.
1: <laughs> Do you have any moments that were that were sketchy or or uh something that happened to you guys out there that that you could share that that you can remember yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah I mean
1: my rig of choice is an f one fifty
2: at least right now, so that's generally a a larger vehicle um And, you know, some of the trails that we we go on are pretty tight (laughs) Um, and, you know, it can get a little nerve wracking from a from the standpoint of the trail and and what can happen if something isn't executed properly. So, um, you know, having a full size truck and and going the places that we like to try to go, a lot of those, you know, can be pretty, pretty hairy.
1: Yeah, I, I assume that uh Image and Pass, <laughs> the lower section of Image and Pass or Black Bear would be pretty uh hair-raising <laughs> in that F-150. Oh
2: yeah. And anything in Ura is is uh pretty
1: hairy. <laughs> White knuckle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember the first year we in Ura and I was I think I was in my FJ. Yeah, it had to be the FJ. And I remember they had since then they've removed this section of rock actually. But um as you're coming down Image and Pass down at the bottom section, as you're coming back into Telluride, there was this one left-hand turn that was like a dog leg turn to the left. And there was this rock that stuck out on the right. And it was like sheer cliff on the left side. And I remember the first year, like watching these people go by that. And I'm like, oh my God, like, are we, what are we going to, are we going to turn around? Like, are we, are <laughs> we going to do this? And they're like, yeah, come on through, come on through, you know, on the radio. And you're like, oh my God, dude, like, you know, you're just like, Flashes of just, oh my god! If we lose it, or the front left tire goes, what and we're gonna happen? roll to our deaths, yeah. And uh, I remember sitting there waiting for this line in front of us to go, and I was videotaping like out the front of my windshield, and then I moved it to the left and went out my 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 driver's side window and pointed it down, and it was like, dude, it was like it what seemed like thousands of feet down to this like park or like this field in Telluride down there below. And I was like, and you could barely see it. And I was like, oh my God, dude, we're going to roll all the way down this and end up, you know, freaking in pieces on the, you know, spread out (laughs) on this freaking park, you know, until you ride all these people like in horror watching us come down this mountain, all playing with their kids and stuff down there. But yeah, you raise a a different experience, man. I don't think I've experienced any other place off-roading that's been more crazy or more beautiful, honestly if you guys have not experienced um the fj summit or any events out there in uray colorado i would highly highly recommend spending time telluride uh uray silverton durango all those areas are just absolutely gorgeous and some of the best overlanding off-roading experiences i've ever had so great
2: and it's uh it's the moments like those cliffs which keeps just going back you know
1: yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You come home and you hit a trail out here and you're like, dude, this is freaking nothing. Like, what is <laughs> what was I afraid of, you know? Yeah. But definitely uh easy to to um, you know, get complacent out here on this end of the country after you do stuff like that. Always gotta be super careful and head on a swivel. So um speaking of that, what what's your what's been your favorite place to spend time overlanding? Like just more of like a area overview like what what places do you guys enjoy going to and why
2: yeah that's a you know that's a good question we've been to quite a few places we don't kind of get out as much as we hoped we would so we're hoping that changes but uh we've had the truck you know in Virginia and and all over place all over the U.S. so some of the places uh that you know are most memorable you know obviously Big Bear's got some awesome trails and that's easy for us to access uh, but it get super crowded there, so right. Um,
1: has it been crazy as it, far as
2: it's? Uh, it actually has been probably not as crazy as I as I would have expected. I think with the pandemic getting back to normal, people are back to work, so right. Um,
1: Filtering it's out a, been bit. a little
2: lighter every, every weekend to me seems crazy up there with all the all the people, but you know some other places that we like. We really like, like you mentioned, Colorado, Uray. I, I used to live in Gunnison, Colorado, so there's a lot of cool stuff uh, up in that area near Crested Butte. Um, not necessarily super technical stuff, but but awesome views and uh, just beautiful area. We like, you know, Montana. There's a lot of again, not necessarily tough trails in Montana, but you know, you get, you get to some areas that's just completely beautiful and super secluded. Um, So, you know, Colorado, Montana, that area uh, of the U S is probably our favorite place to go. So,
1: yeah, I haven't spent much time up in Montana. I I, uh, was up there last February, I believe (sighs) crazy story. Uh, again, (laughs) my brother-in-law bought this, this, this dog, Um, From some friends of ours, and they lived at the very northern tip of Wyoming, and he decided that he wanted to drive up to that area in the middle of February in the middle of a blizzard. And so we drove from here, from Arizona, all the way up to Wyoming, and we ended up instead of coming back down because it was so gnarly. I mean, you're like on these two lane highways for hours and hours in the middle of freaking BFE, dude, with like nobody around, nothing. And it's like negative 19 degrees. You're like, dude, we're going to die out here, you know? So we were like, let's not go back that way. So (laughs) going up into like Billings, Montana, came across, went down through Idaho. And most of Montana was a blizzard. Uh, But what I did get to see was beautiful. And you know what we did experience of that was awesome. Um, But I definitely want to get out there um and hopefully like i said hopefully this summer to see you guys and uh you know spend some more time up there and explore that area cuz it 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 just looks incredible
2: so let's get something on the calendar other than this summer to
1: absolutely spend
2: some time out there
1: oh yeah absolutely man we will definitely do that yeah and and i want to talk to you about some of our followers if not all of them uh, are aware of trucks and tacos the event that you and i uh, put put on together in big bear couple of years ago now with you know with the pandemic it, it kind of put a damper on our plans for for last year. But yeah, I've been kind of thinking about maybe uh tossing that around again and seeing uh seeing if we want to do that. So definitely stay tuned guys and you know keep checking back with us. We're we're probably gonna, you know, end up doing some more stuff with that. So what are your thoughts on that, Ryan?
2: Yeah, I mean the the first kind of run of that was just let's get everybody together and, and see what happens with it and it turned out being you know super awesome from from every aspect just you know the people that we met uh being able to uh show people the area and and show them some some stuff that's you know super appealing in in a number of ways so yeah you know i i think we we've talked about the plans for another one and how we're going to make it better um and there's a lot of things we can do to make it better and we kind of hit this Kind of pandemic, so that kind of threw a wrench into things. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm super excited for you know doing another trucks and tacos and and making it even better than kind of what it was. And just to give listeners kind of an idea, uh, we had it up in Big Bear where you know we had basically I don't know, it was probably fifty plus rigs there. Yeah, yeah, um, at least yeah, and, and it allowed people to you know see what what people on their rigs and you know talk shop and get to know each other and then uh Laguna Grill up there in Big Bear helped us out with some food and uh had some actually really good giveaway prizes
1: yeah uh, we did for, yeah
2: for some people so i think we can definitely expand on that and make it you know even better and i'm looking forward to you know what we come up with
1: yeah me too i i think that uh, there's a lot that we can do with it. Like you said, you know, there's been a lot of ideas shot our way um, since the last one. It's almost like, you know, I, I don't want this to sound cliche, but you know, like the the pandemic was almost like a blessing in disguise, kind of give us a little bit more time to plan and, and kind of come up with ideas for the next one and really solidify some, some things that we want to do for the next uh, event. So, yeah, I'm excited too, man. I know there's uh, several different venues we've been talking about too, and maybe doing you know multiple events uh, through the year. And so we'll definitely keep all of you guys uh, updated as to what we're going to do with that and when, and and uh, update you on a regular basis as we're as we're kind of coming out of this the tail end of this pandemic thing and and able to you know free up some things a little bit. Um, we're going to keep trucking away at this and and come up with a plan. But, anyways, man. That being said, I really enjoy our conversation. And I really appreciate you coming on here today and doing this first official little podcast with me. <laughs> it's gonna yeah, be no. it's gonna be cool. You know, the the more that we do this, the more it's gonna gonna be uh you know fine tuned, and I'll get better at it. And and I really appreciate the support from, from you guys, especially Ryan and, and everybody else out there and really enjoyed, enjoyed speaking with you, man. I, I, uh, I feel like I haven't seen you in years <laughs> because of this stupid COVID stuff. Well, dude, I really appreciate your time. And I know you got a busy day out there in, in Cali and, and um getting set up for the weekend Memorial Day weekend, which is going to be nuts for everyone and uh, safe travels for you, buddy. I hope you have a great one. And, and uh, thanks again for being here and and tell your girl we said hi and uh, we will talk to you very soon. Okay, thanks Joey. Thanks again. I appreciate sure you We'll talk soon. All right, buddy. Take care, man.